0: Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. Today, host Bill Hodges talks with Julie Borgen, Social Work Service Section Chief and Caregiver Support Program Manager at the Bay Pines Veterans Hospital in Bay Pines, Florida. The VA healthcare system has a variety of resources for veterans and caregivers that may vary from facility to facility. Two programs are, however, at every VA. One is the program of general caregiver support service that provides resources, education, and support to caregivers of veterans. The veteran does not need to have a service-connected condition for which the caregiver is needed and may have served during any era. No formal application is required for that. The other is the Program of Comprehensive Assistance for Family Caregivers, that is for eligible veterans who have incurred or aggravated a serious injury in the line of duty. This podcast will show you how you may qualify for assistance under one of these two programs. You'll also hear about other alternatives. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges.
1: Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner. And today, I have Julie Bergen with me. She's a Social Workers Service Section Chief, Caregiver Support Program Manager at the Bay Pines VA healthcare system, or most of us think of it as the Bay Pines VA hospital. So happy to have you on the program with me, Julie.
2: Oh, Bill, thank you so much for inviting me. I think it's
1: going to be exciting for people to understand some of the things that people can get in order to make their job with their veteran easier. And you know, wives don't think of, and husbands who are taking care of veterans, they don't think of it as a job. But it is. It's a hard job. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of time. And can you give me a distinction between caregiver and home health care aid? A lot of us don't know there's a difference there. And to start to off, let's define that.
2: Mm-hmm. I think that's a great question, Bill, because you're right. People don't always understand that and they get confused and the term caregiver gets used a lot. So at the VA, when we are talking about caregivers, we are talking about the loved ones of a veteran that is helping them manage their health care. So it could be a spouse. It could be an adult child. It could be a very close friend or a neighbor, someone that you just welcome into your home or living outside the home that just step in to help. So that's different than someone who is hired to provide care, such as a home health aide, or um, sometimes was referred to as care managers that might come in and help with certain tasks, like help with bathing. Some of them may go out and do grocery shopping or take care of the laundry and they're paid money. So the caregivers at home are typically not paid money unless they're in a very specific program, but they do a lot of the care day in and day out.
1: Things like aid and assistance, those programs do have some yes. stipend with them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's one of the examples.
1: But what we're talking about here is basically the people who volunteer to take care of their veteran.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. Out of love, concern, that's part of the family, part of the family responsibilities.
1: You know, that's something that's been very, very difficult here with the COVID crisis. That period of time, I live in a retirement community where there are a lot of veterans and a lot, you know, let's face it, it's not being sexist to say, that a majority of those veterans are being taken care of by their wife. yes, And they're locked in together. Before you had the community coming in and help, the neighbors would come in and help, the kids would come over, but now they don't want to give dad COVID. So they Mm -hmm. don't come. And so the spouse, the wife is sitting there trying to do all this by themselves and needing the kind of support that you can offer.
2: Yes, and that's really important to keep in mind during this time of the COVID pandemic so many have been isolated at home, and it just adds a whole nother layer of stress that didn't exist before COVID.
1: Now, there are two kinds of programs. One for those who are VA patients, and those people are not combat-related injured. They're just VA patients. Then you have a separate program for those that are people who have combat-related, or not only combat, but service-related disabilities. Can we talk about those two programs?
2: Sure, I can. Now, every VA is a little bit different, as everybody out there knows. One VA has certain programs that might not be available at other VAs. But at every single VA across the country, there are two very specific caregiver programs. One is called the Program of General Caregiver Services. And that program is for any caregiver, family member, loved one, friend of a veteran that might not be service connected or might not have served during particular service errors, but the caregiver needs support. And I'm gonna use an example of maybe taking care of a veteran with dementia that served during peacetime. And so for some eligibility required programs, they don't meet the criteria, but that caregiver taking care of the veteran with dementia certainly isn't any less stressed than someone else who might be eligible for one of the other programs. So in the general caregiver program, there are support groups, there are different education classes, there are different um, supports available to help manage the stress that comes with caregiving. And that program is available at every VA.
1: And the program now, if someone is service-connected disabled, how does that program actually differ from the one you just talked about?
2: So this other program is called the Program of Comprehensive Assistance for Family Caregivers. It's a long title, but what this program focuses on is adding benefits to the caregivers, which is different than just support groups. So this program is for veterans who are at least 70% service connected, and have served either before May 5th, 1975, or after 9-11-2001. We are in the phase one of the rollout. Within another year or so, it'll open up to veterans 70% service-connected that served no matter what era.
1: Oh, but, okay. I, I honestly wasn't aware that that second wave was coming, but that's great. Mm-hmm. I just sat here wondering why there was such a hole.
2: Because it started about 10 years ago, and the initial focus of the legislation that initiated this program is focused on the post 9-11 veterans that had sustained significant injury in Iraq or Afghanistan. And so in the interim of 10 years, there's been a lot of focus on how this can be expanded to veterans of other errors who are also have care needs. And so that has been under the Mission Act legislation brought upon the changes With the May 5th, 1975 and earlier, veterans being addressed first, and then with the rollout going out to all errors within the year, because it's a lot of steps. There's an application process that has to happen, and the caregivers are afforded different benefits, including a monthly stipend that is paid directly to them, access to CHAMP VA health insurance, and some other benefits that go with the program.
1: Yeah, that CHAMP VA is very nice. We have that with my spouse.
2: Yes, it is a very helpful benefit.
1: So what are the things that people will have to do in order to become eligible for this program? How do they let the VA know that they want to be a part of it?
2: So the easiest way for those of you that have access to the internet, the VA has a wonderful caregiver website at, and I'm going to repeat it a couple of times, at caregiver.va. Gov. I'll say that again. It's caregiver.va.gov. On that website is information about both of the caregiver programs that I spoke about, as well as a way to apply for this particular program, the comprehensive program. Very easy.
1: And that's nationally?
2: It is. It's a national website. Yes.
1: So it's not just Bay Pines or Haley or one of the other medical facilities. No matter where you are in the country, you can go to that website, fill it out, and if you qualify, get assistance.
2: Yes, that is correct. And then if you don't have internet access or that's not something that you're comfortable doing, there's also a caregiver centralized call center. It's called the caregiver support line. They have a toll-free number. So if you need assistance, you can call this call center and a social worker will talk with you. They can offer a referral to local facilities. So let's say your spouse called the caregiver support line and she said, I want a referral to the Bay Pines Healthcare Center. They can do a direct referral to us, and then at the local facility VA, the staff will follow up with that referral. So I'm gonna say the phone number out loud.
1: Good. I'm just just gonna ask you for the phone number. You're a mind reader.
2: It is 1855. I'll repeat that, 1-855-260-3274. This call center is located in Canandaigua, New York, so they operate out of Eastern Standard Time. Their hours are Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., and Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m.
1: That should give everybody an opportunity to call in.
2: It's a lot of variety of hours, isn't it?
1: By the way, for those who tuned in late, let me tell you, this is Julie Borgen, and she's a Social Work Service Section Chief, Caregiver Support Program Manager, and that's important, Caregiver Support Program Manager at the Bay Pines VA Healthcare Center. And Bay Pines is a great facility. I've just really, I've been going to James A. Haley myself, but I've learned there's a lot of things in that building over there.
2: Yes, there is. There's many different services and support programs available to the veterans and caregivers.
1: Now, everything we've talked about here, it's important to say that it's contingent upon you being a VA patient. Is that correct?
2: That is correct. Yes, for both of the programs. And if a veteran is not enrolled in the VA, the staff will help them get enrolled.
1: That's interesting because I just talked to somebody the other day who said, no, they won't take me. And I said, why? And they said, well, they said, we made too much money. And I said, when did they tell you that? And they said, 10 years ago. I said, did you retire? Yeah. Do you make the same amount of money? No. Do you think about ever going back? Well, they told me, I no, you shouldn't count yourself out, right?
2: Correct, Bill. That's really important. What you were told 10 years ago may not be valid today. And so that's really important if you have any interest in the caregiver programs or any of the other healthcare services to absolutely reach out. There's enrollment specialists, social workers can provide information. So definitely reach out and make sure about your eligibility and the whole enrollment process, which as you probably know is not that challenging. It's pretty straightforward.
1: No, and in fact, I talked with one of the enrollment officers in Washington about this very thing. And he was saying, you know, we have like eight pages of exceptions, so you really should tell us your entire story, because one of those things may make a difference. And then things change regularly, like the Blue Water Navy bill that just went through. Yes. Yes. That allows many of them to be able to come into the VA that couldn't come in before. Yes, but With this caregiver, there is also on that phone line you gave, and I'd like you to give it again, because people can call in there and get assistance specifically on different things, can they not?
2: they can they can call for support such as like if a caregiver is feeling stressed and they just need a supportive ear to listen to them and you know support what they're going through they'll do that if they're looking for resource information the social workers on that call line will also provide resource information a frequent topic that comes up for the caregiver support line is the aid in attendance benefit because so many people are confused about that and not sure how to apply so that's just one example
1: Actually, I just finished doing two programs that air before this one will air. It will already be in the podcast library with two of the directors from Washington on aid and attendance. And it took two programs to be able to talk about what was in that bill and how it could help the veteran.
2: Yeah, it's complex, but it helps to know wherever you start, there's help on the other side of that request to talk you through all the different steps and information that you need to know. So let me repeat the caregiver support line phone number. It's 1-855-260-3274. Eastern Standard Time, hours Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Saturday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m.
1: Julie, there's just a minute or so left. What haven't I asked you that you really want the folks to know?
2: What I want the folks to know is how, at the VA, we are so appreciative of the caregivers that are out there doing care day in and day out, never giving up, navigating the VA healthcare system or maybe community care health. There's so much that the caregivers do each and every day, and we want them to know they are very much appreciative. They are very much a part of the veterans' healthcare team, and we're just so excited that we had the opportunity to be on this interview today to bring some information forward to them.
1: Well, I see the results of what you're doing out here in our community. People being able to keep a loved one at home instead of having to put them into some kind of a care facility. And, And it makes all the difference in the world.
2: It does. Most people are more comfortable at home as long as that's realistic for the care needs. And that is always a conversation that can take place. Is it safe for the veteran? And is it safe for the caregiver for the care to be done at home? Because both matter?
1: Julie Borgen, I appreciate your coming on the air with me today. Julie, again, is the Social Work Service Section Chief at Caregiver Support Program Manager for the Bay Pines VA Healthcare System. She's giving a lot of good information from all across the country, anywhere you are. Somebody is going to be there to give you a hand in helping take care of your veteran. Again, Julie, thanks for coming on the program. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you again on Veterans Corner Radio.
0: You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and our opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.